Okay, so I've just literally got into work and I've got like a hundred things that I need to do, but the first thing that I felt uh, motivated to do was come on here and record this episode because on my way to work today, um, I picked up a hitchhiker. Now, this is something that I would usually probably not do, if I'm honest. Um, I think the general like feeling is if there's a person stood by the side of the road, you know, wearing a hoodie and a, and a hat and has a rucksack and, you know, a male, uh, probably in 20s or 30s, that you probably, you know, let's be realistic, would think about stopping um, second to thinking about your safety. And so I don't know what it, what, what it was or why, but today as I drove uh, across this roundabout, um, I managed to get some eye contact with this guy at the side of the road and ended up pulling over on the roundabout, on the busy roundabout, hazard lights on and, you know, albeit I put my hands uh, on straight away, uh, took my phone off the dashboard, locked the car and put the window down slightly, but had my hands, you know, on the window uh, buttons and my car still in gear. And the reason for that is because obviously my safety is important and unfortunately we live in a world where currently um, fear is a you know, a factor when it comes to strangers and picking people up by the side of the road. And that's absolutely uh, valid, I suppose, when you think about some of the um, horror stories and possible negative situations that can come from um, that situation, someone chancing things and being in the wrong kind of mindset in a negative space. But in this particular moment, I just kind of trusted. And I guess that is the word, isn't it? Um, and I started speaking to him. Uh, you know, he's the same age as me. He had young kids, but for whatever reason, he'd lost his way a little bit um, and quite quite, um, quite specifically <laughs> lost his way because he was in a completely different town. He was in my town when he didn't live here. Um, and he was very confused and didn't really know what he wanted to do. And, you know, I kind of asked him, um, where are you going? And he said, I don't know. And I said, what do you think I can help you with? And he said, I'm hoping someone's going to help me change my life. And so obviously my you know, ears pricked up being someone who would uh, happily throw their name in the, in the hat there to be able to do that for people. And it's what I do on a regular basis, my work. Um, but I didn't say anything unauthentic or uh, I didn't really tell him what I did or anything about me. I just said, look, um, I'm, I'm here. I'm talking to you by the side of the road right now. So what do you think I can do? And he said, I need to um, bring out the truth. So I said, okay, well, how, how can we do that? He said, I need to go to the police station. Okay. I actually told him that I was going in the completely opposite direction, which is very true, actually, um, to the police station. And still a little bit reluctant to pick him up, actually. Um, and I gave him directions to how to walk to the police station. But in amongst that direction, I was kind of putting emphasis on the fact that he may find someone else that could pick him up. Someone that was going in the same direction the flow of traffic i was kind of suggesting that if he walked close to the side of the road somebody might stop somebody might already be going into town you know and i realized that i was actually pushing the responsibility onto someone else and and perhaps um you've got to take responsibility in these situations that yes he maybe could have flagged somebody down who was kind enough to take him into town um, and was going that way but i kind of thought well I could be the kind person who, you know, maybe there won't be anybody kinder than me that he finds. So 
I just said to him, "What you know? What's in your bag?" And he started ripping his rucksack off his back. He was going to show me what was inside his bag, and I said, Look, "I don't need to see what's inside. I just wanted to ask you because I wanted to see how you reacted, whether you were, you know, going to be able to show me or not." And I said, "Look into the back of my car. You see that car seat?" I said, "That's my son's car seat. He's two. So here's what's going to happen." I'm going to put your bag in my son's car seat and then you're going to sit in here and I'm going to drive you to the police station. And so he, he got in. Uh, we kind of introduced, I introduced myself properly, you know. I didn't give him my full name, but I shook his hand. And we started driving and, you know, he started telling me that, uh, you know, about his religious background and some of his history and some of the sort of um, tough challenges that he'd been faced with when he was very young and about drug abuse and alcohol abuse and physical abuse and jail time and all sorts, you know. But not once did I feel threatened or scared because, you know, in in life sometimes we make mistakes and our true nature might not be parallel to the actual actions we've taken in the past. You know, we can learn, we can grow. And I saw and, and I actually felt energy uh, from this guy that, you know, there was goodness there and I trusted the goodness, not the, not the words he was saying, but the, but the person that was saying them. And, you know, after a short five minute drive, we arrived at the police station. He still wasn't really sure what he was uh, going to do. And I said, look, I said, I sincerely hope that whatever you, you're planning to do here today works for you. And it's the right thing. And I think whatever happens, you've just got to make sure that you act on truth and I said you know you, you, if you don't go to the police station today at least you're in town which means that you have options because there's a bus station there's people you know there's there's options and uh, he said but I haven't got any money so I said well look you managed to get yourself a lift from the side of a roundabout with me today to the to town so you've just got to trust yourself this is the end of the the journey for how I help you today um you now have to help yourself again and you've got to do what's right and you've got to act on truth. And so he kind of smiled and we hugged in the car park of the police station, which is just, you know, crazy, but also quite, um, it's quite heart filling at the same time. And I, you know, I don't know what will happen to this guy. Um, and all I can hope for is that some goodness has been done. You know, he, he told me, when we left that I changed his um, outlook on people. He said, so many people have driven past me and ignored me and not looked at me and are scared of me. And you know, it's when we act in a certain way and we break the rules and we abuse and, you know, we do to a certain degree reduce our chances of trust. But it doesn't mean that trust disappears because when, and it's not if, it's when, you meet someone who is able to connect with you and open up and leave those things to the side, you know, and the, I guess the, the more you do, the, the less chance there are of finding these people, but they're still there. People who will trust, people who will um, take your, your energy and your, your action uh, as, the, as the translation of your intentions rather than your past, then who knows, you know, I think uh, we are in a 
society where we have rules and we have systems and we have you know ways of um, being responsible for your actions. But uh, you've got to trust that system and think you know afterwards. People uh, sometimes they're just trying to do their best, and we rise by lifting others. So um, should you pick up a hitchhiker? I think you should most definitely uh, consider your safety, you know, first and foremost. But also be aware that there's a small chance that there could be goodness um, and that you could be helping somebody. Uh, This guy, I hope now, he goes on and he chooses the right things for the right reasons. Um, But hey, if you're listening to this, please (laughs) don't go just picking people up (laughs) left right and center um you have got to do things to put your own safety first and i had my ways of doing that you know i had i had the doors locked had my my car in gear and that kind of thing look after yourself you know i'm a trained uh, practitioner of self-defense so again that gives me that extra confidence to be able to do this but um i you know I'm, i'm i'm confident that i've already thought through the the moves that he would make and I've already assessed the situation I've assessed the danger every time I'm giving way you know looking to my right I've got my shoulder high so if anything was to happen he he's you know, I'm protecting my my neck and my face you know I'm thinking about these things I'm thinking about these things because I'm a I'm a practitioner of self-defense so I have that awareness which helps me feel safe so again like you've got to consider how things look for you and um it's an interesting point, I think. So, you know, I'd welcome your comments on this one. I really, really would like to hear what you have to say about it. Have you ever, you know, reached out, picked up a hitchhiker? Have you ever had a, an instance where you were on the receiving end and, and you needed some help and someone trusted you? Um, so, yeah, let's, let's get that conversation flowing on this one. I'm really interested to see what you think. Either email me back, tommy at tommygentleman.com or hit me on Instagram, Instagram forward slash at well, it's not for such ad. It's just at Tommy Gentleman. Uh, I'll post up a, um, a tile on my feed about this episode today and then just go ahead and, and comment underneath. I'd love to know what you think. That's all for today. I'll speak to you again real soon. Keep doing you and always uh, fire up from a place of truth. to the truth.